Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Seven hundred years before Christ was born, the prophet Micah said these words. But you, O Bethlehem, Ephrathah, are too little to be among the clans of Judah. From you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from old, from ancient days. And he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall dwell secure, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth. And that prophecy from Micah chapter 5 is read in churches all over the world on Christmas night. Where will this ruler, this Messiah, be born? You know the answer, don't you? In Bethlehem. But Bethlehem was such a small little backwater town. Bethlehem uh, to the Israelite was like, it was like Hooterville. Anybody remember Hooterville, Petticoat Junction? It was nowhere. Nowhere for a king to be born. And this begins the life of the king of kings, who himself was a humble king. A humble king. How strange. How wonderful. What do we know about him from this prophecy in the book of Micah? Well, just listen to the text. Just a couple of things from this text for you to take home with yourself tonight. Here are some words that are so descriptive, they just jump off the page at me as we read them. Words like, describing this ruler, words like shepherd. He will be a shepherd. Strong in the strength of the Lord. Majesty. In the majesty of the name of God, for he shall be great. What have we heard? Shepherd, strong, majesty, and his impact to the ends of the earth, worldwide. And then it says at the end of his people who are under his reign, they shall dwell secure. Peace. What do we know about Jesus Christ? What do we know about him? How do these realities that were prophesied of Jesus, how are they lived out in his life, and how do they come and touch your life? Think about it. How do you respond to him? Which one of these aspects of the life of Jesus might be especially important for you to consider tonight. Which one? Maybe all of them, but 
For every one of you here, I ask God to help you embrace just one of these realities in your life. Shepherd. You know, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The fulfillment of all the beautiful Old Testament imagery. And some of you need a shepherd. Some of you have been on the run from God. You know it. I don't know it. I don't know your story, but you know it. And if you've been on the run, like that sheep running away happily, going down whatever trails and paths you can find, perhaps tonight you would hear his voice saying, wait a moment, I want to be your shepherd. I want to guide you. Because, you know, the Bible says that when you trust in the Lord with all your heart, he will make your path straight. Some of you would say, well, you know what? My problem isn't that I'm a sheep running away. My problem is just that I feel so weak. Life is just hard, and I feel weak. Well, listen to what the prophet Micah said when he describes Jesus, because it's, he says that he shall reign in the strength of the Lord. And I love that passage in Isaiah chapter 40. Do you know it? Where it says, those who wait on the Lord will what? Does anybody know? You just said it. Will renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings like eagles. And some of you are here tonight and you say, that is the verse for me. I need strength. Well, the Apostle Paul wrote this verse in Philippians 4, 13, 4 verse 10. He says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And maybe tonight, tonight is the night for you to say, Lord Jesus, that's what I need. I need you to strengthen me in my marriage, at my job, in my school. He will do it. Those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. But someone else is here tonight, and the word you need to hear is majesty. Majesty. Because, as Brett said earlier, he said, our heart is so prone to worship anything and everything but the Lord. And something comes along and it dazzles our eyes. We see something glitter. We see uh, something attractive. And our heart is inflamed with passion for it. We will worship anything. But we are told of Jesus Christ that he is full of majesty. And the Bible tells us that if you know Jesus, you know that his name is the name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. And you're hearing an echo in your heart tonight. Someone is hearing an echo in their heart tonight that I have been worshiping anything and everything but Jesus. And tonight, I return back to my sanity and I will give him the glory that is due his name. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. 
but somebody else is here, and it's not that you need a shepherd, or it's not that you need strength, or it's not so much you need to be reminded of his majesty. What you need to remember is that his kingdom is extending to the ends of the earth, and what you need to be reminded of tonight, like I need to be reminded almost every week, is that it's not about me. Because we all tend to have this frame of reference, what I call my, I'm speaking for myself, what I call my own massive self-preoccupation. And I need to be reminded that Jesus has come to save me, yes, but more than just to save me, but to draw me and to draw you into the perpetuation of his worldwide expansion of his kingdom And my life is bigger than just living to pay the bills and living to pass the test and living to please my mom or dad. There's something bigger than that. It's the kingdom of God that's breaking into this earth. And tonight, he wants to remind you what the prophet Micah said. He shall be great to the ends of the earth and he's making you a part of his holy missionary enterprise to let your light shine for his glory. But someone else is here, and you are just simply saying, Preacher, I know all of that is true. But I'm just so anxious. I just, sometimes I get overwhelmed. I can hardly even get out of bed. Because this world is such a dangerous place and a hard place to live. And so you need to hear that this Messiah brings peace. And are you here tonight saying, that's, that's my ticket, that's what I need, I need his peace. The peace of God, the Bible says, that passes all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. How about you? Is that that you? Well, I have good news for you tonight. As you get to know Jesus, as you dwell secure in his hand, under the hand of the good shepherd, he will give you peace. Isn't that good news tonight? I don't know what you're facing. Sickness? Financial difficulty? Relational struggles? I don't know. We all need his peace. And so I invite you now to bow your heads with me and to pray. And let us go to this baby whose destiny was to die on the cross to give us peace with God. Our Father in heaven, how marvelous, how marvelous that all of these uh, beautiful attributes, all of these realities about the Messiah intersect in Jesus of Nazareth who was born in Bethlehem, Jesus called the Christ. And we thank you that you, give us, you gave us this hour to pause and to remember him. Come, live in us, we pray. Live in us and grant us your peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And as we come to close now, We're going to pass the candlelight. I hope all of you got a candle. And what we're going to do, I'd ask uh, Martin...
Han and John Morkin, if you would come help me up front here. What we're going to do is pass the light. Now, what, what you need to do is when you pass the candle, if your flame is lit, you hold it up. Because if you turn it to light someone else's, you know what you'll do? You'll drop wax all over the pews and all over the floor. Makes a real mess. So come and light your candle from the person next to you. And Ian, if you would sing for us, O Holy Night, which is your microphone number? O Holy Night, stars are brightly shining, it is the night of our dear Savior. Long lay the world in sin and 